Chapter Forty Six of Nature and Art. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Nature and Art by Elizabeth Ichabald. Chapter Forty Six the fare which the henrys partook at the cottage of the female rhymers was such as the sister had described mean and even scanty but this did not in the least diminish the happiness they received in meeting for the first time since their arrival in england human beings who were glad to see them at a stinted repast of milk and vegetables by the glimmering light of a little brushwood on the hearth they yet could feel themselves comparatively blessed while they listened to the recital of affections which had befallen persons around that very neighbourhood for whom every delicious viand had been procured to gratify the taste every art devised to delight the other senses it was by the side of this glimmering fire that rebecca and her sisters told the story of poor agnes's fate and of the thorn it had for ever planted in william's bosom of his reported sleeplessness perturbed nights and his gloomy or half-distracted days when in the fullness of remorse he had complained of a guilty conscience of the weariness attached to a continued prosperity the misery of wanting an object of affection they told of lord bentham's death from the effects of intemperance from a mass of blood infected by high seasoned dishes mixed with copious draughts of wine repletion of food and liquor not less fatal to the existence of the rich than the want of common sustenance to the lives of the poor they told of lady bentham's ruin since her lord's death by gaming they told that now she suffered beyond the pain of common indigence by the cutting triumph of those whom she had formerly despised they related what had been told before the divorce of william and the marriage of his wife with a libertine the decease of lady clementina occasioned by that incorrigible vanity which even old age could not subdue after numerous other examples had been recited of the dangers the evils that riches draw upon their owner the elder henry rose from his chair and embracing rebecca and his son said how much indebted are we to providence my children who while it inflicts poverty bestows peace of mind and in return for the trivial grief we meet in this world holds out our longing hopes the reward of the next not only resigned but happy in their station with hearts made cheerful rather than dejected by attentive meditation henry and his son planned the means of their future support independent of their kinsman william nor only of him but of every person and thing but their own industry 
well i have health and strength cried the old man and his son's looks acquiesced in all the father said i will not take from any one in affluence what only belongs to the widow the fatherless and the infirm for to such alone by christian laws however custom may subvert them the overplus of the rich is due End of chapter 46 Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C.